Hello everyone, this is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Marcus Nez, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This episode is all about Moonlighter, a game where you collect loot in various dungeons and then sell said loot in your very own shop, aptly called the Moonlighter. You do this and only this for the most part, so if that sounds like your jam, make yourself the peanut butter and get ready to have a good time. Moonlighter originally came out on PC, PS4, and Xbox One in May of 2018 and later made its way to Switch in November of that same year. My Terrible Humor, on the other hand, originally came out of my butthole and then went into my mouth and made its way into your ears from there. So, Moonlighter really is as straightforward as it sounds, and that may be a good or bad thing depending on how much you want or expect from it. But I can only speak for myself, and myself says it's alright. It is a perfect example of a podcast game, a game where you can turn off part of your brain and play on autopilot. Sure, There's a story, but it didn't take long for me to stop caring about it and whatever it was trying to say. All you need to know is that you own a shop and need to fill it with product. Where do you get said product? By venturing through the dungeons, of course, of which only one is open at the beginning. You gradually improve your shop, pay for other merchants to set up shop in town, and return the town of whatever'sville, aka Renoka, back to its former glory. That's it, and that's all. Once you've played an hour of Moonlighter, you've played a hundred hours. that the game will take you anywhere near that long to complete. I completed the game in roughly 9 hours though. My game clock when credits rolled said 7 hours and 15 minutes. Anyway, the loop of Moonlighter is as I stated earlier. You explore dungeons comprised of 3 levels each, defeating enemies and collecting loot along the way, with each level ending in a boss fight. Once you're done dungeon diving, which happens in one of three ways, you could die and choose not to retry, you can warp back to town using a pendant that costs a certain amount of gold to use, or you can complete a dungeon and travel back through a portal that opens up in the last room. You then return to your shop and decide what to do with all the goodies you've collected. You can sell them at your shop, or once you get some of the other merchants to join town, you can use various goodies to craft potions, better weapons and armor, or enhance them. You can also improve your shop by adding better registers that incentivize tipping, decorations that provide you with various bonuses like fewer thieves and more wealthy patrons, and full-on remodels which change the shop completely, giving you additional space to sell more items at one time, along with adding an employee who will sell items for you if if you're not feeling up to the task after a long night of dungeon crawling, or maybe you just prefer the dungeon crawling side of things and don't want to waste your time dealing with customers during the day. And that would be understandable because the shop bits of Moonlighter aren't that exciting and get tiring fast as you end up spending more time looking at menus than actually looking over your shop. You see, the way selling works is that you have a certain amount of table space available to put your products on display and you have to figure out a product's value through trial and error. If you're asking too much for something, you'll see a customer check it out and then leave with an angry face above their head. If you're asking too little for something, you'll see a customer pick up an item with golden eyes and a giant smile above their head because they just scored a hell of a deal. Then you have the standard smile that signifies a fair price and the slightly annoyed face that means I don't like this price but I'll take it anyway. This game of trial and error was kind of fun at first, but only kind of and definitely only at first. After a few hours of play, I found a guide and never worried about figuring out the prices for myself ever again. I know that breaks the 
game somewhat, well, half of it, but I wasn't enjoying the experience of figuring out an item's price, so if I didn't do that, I would have ended up enjoying my time significantly less. Also, every time a customer picks up an item, you have to go over to the table it was on and manually add a new item, which makes sense, but I wish there was a way to automatically replace items, whether through your employee who does nothing if you choose to stay and work at the shop, or via some automated system that technically doesn't make sense, but makes the experience a little less tedious and a little less menu heavy because you're in menus whenever you're replacing products or adjusting their prices and that makes up a fair amount of the time spent when you're at your shop. You also have to return to the register every time a customer wants to buy an item, something else the employee won't do when you're managing the shop. Honestly, why are they even there when you're there? They're just a glorified eyesore that does nothing but get in the way. On top of working at the shop, you also live in the back and have chests there for storing loot and a bed that gives you a health boost as you improve it, but that's pretty much all there is to the shop side of things, so let's leave things to the eyesore and return to the dungeons. When making your way through one of the four dungeons, it all plays out like a standard room-based roguelite. You move from room to room until reaching a boss, and then move on to the next level until you complete a dungeon or decide to return to town, which you'll do for one of two reasons. Either you're about to die and don't want to lose the loot you've collected, or your bag is already full and you care more about making a profit profit than making progress, which you'll be doing early on out of necessity so you can purchase and craft better equipment. The dungeon crawling side of things is okay. Combat is simple and works well enough, but after you've fought the same enemies over and over and over again as you grind for material and items to sell so you can craft said material into better equipment, it gets old fast. You can carry two weapons at any given point and have a basic attack and a secondary attack, which differs per weapon. I ended up using a sword and shield as my main weapon and a bow as my alternate weapon. When using my sword and shield, my secondary attack was not attacking, but blocking with the shield, which I never used and now makes me think I made a terrible decision when picking it as my main weapon. And for the bow, the secondary attack was an extra powerful shot that dealt double damage and could go through enemies, hitting more than one at a time. There are five weapons in total and each weapon has two crafting paths, one that focuses solely on damage, while the other increases damage, but focuses more so on adding status effects as well. As someone who never really messes around with status effects in general, I always went down the brute force path with my weapons. Now, when it comes time to use your weapons, in addition to attacking enemies, you can also perform a dodge roll by pressing the left trigger, and this is where the combat felt a bit off. While it worked well most of the time, there were moments when I felt a perceived delay between when I tried to roll and when I actually rolled, leading, more often than not, to damage being taken, and that was frustrating. But that only happened about 5% of the time, so it wasn't a huge deal, but still noticeable nonetheless. Ignoring that, as I said earlier, combat works well enough, it just isn't particularly fun, especially the bosses who are all super easy to deal with and require absolutely no strategy. If you want to know how to beat a boss, just get right up in their face and keep attacking until it's dead. That's it, and that's all. Also, you can't upgrade the size of your backpack, and I hate that. You can upgrade your shop, you can upgrade your equipment, you can upgrade your bedroom, but you will never be able to upgrade your backpack because why let you do something that will make the game significantly less frustrating when you don't have to? Wait, that sounds like they should have let you upgrade it. Oh, that's right, I'm being facetious. On the topic of your limited bag space, one way the game gets around this is by allowing you to recycle items via some green blob thing in your bag that will give you some money, but nowhere near the item's actual value. So 
at least you're not leaving valuables on the floor while gaining nothing from all your hard work. This is nice, but I still wish there was a way to increase the size of your bag or maybe let me teleport items back to my shop in the same way I can teleport myself back to town. And excluding the secret rooms that have green chests that will teleport items back to your shop, but that's just a luck of the draw thing and there's no telling if a secret room will have one of those chests or something else. But that's only a problem for neurotic people like me who don't like leaving things behind. Side note, I'm actually writing this bit after I've written everything else because I learned that one of the familiars you can find, which are little buddies you hatch via eggs found in these dungeons, is a treasure chest that will both attack enemies and pick up loot for you, while also providing you with a hell of a lot of additional space for loot. This doesn't make not being able to upgrade your bag any less annoying, and I didn't get this familiar until hours after I already beat the game, but it's nice at least knowing there's some way in the game to carry additional loot. All that said, while I may have been frustrated with aspects of Moonlighter, overall I enjoyed my time with the game and I'm still playing it in spurts when I just want a mindless game to play while listening to a podcast. With some quality of life changes and a few additions, a Moonlighter 2 could be something special. If you're a fan of grinding and like the concept of Moonlighter, I highly recommend checking it out, especially if you plan on picking it up for Switch because it's a game made for playing in small doses. Just don't expect anything too exciting or memorable. Also, before I go, when you fully upgrade your shop, a bird will show up to disrupt everyone and you have to catch it in order for customers to continue shopping and I think that is incredibly stupid. I understand the desire to give you more things to do when working at the shop, but catching a bird one time every single time was never anything other than annoying. This is just one example of the many little things that could be changed in order to make the overall experience better. Another one, there's a store that will eventually open up where you can buy items from the dungeon so you don't have to waste time exploring dungeons in search of specific items yourself, which is nice and pricey, but you can only buy one item at a time, so if you need 10 of something to craft that fancy new weapon, you have to buy that item 10 separate times. Um, yeah, that's another thing that should be changed and honestly I'm surprised they never changed that. Anyway, that will do it for this episode of Attack the Backlog. Once again, I am Mark Kirchnez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is of course pixelatedsausage.com where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Sausage Podcast, and Unamazingly Baka, all of which are available on podcast services across the globe. You can also check out my art on the site, and if you see something you like, you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that away. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day.